Hello, welcome to the XX Mormon podcast on this beautiful Sunday we've gathered here today. Um, this is sister, the wife of the brother, the brother of Jared. <laughs> and with me in this meeting, newly ordained, radical, changing the doctrine, we have sister Mary Magdalene, the first ordained sister. Welcome. Hi, I'm, I'm happy to be here. And as my ordained self, I feel... I feel the spirit testifying to me to to also ordain you on the keys and the power as well and invite you, you know, without informed consent. If you would want to be my first my first counselor. Um sustained. Any any who oppose have to leave. <laughs> because we don't There's really no care about people. <laughs> people's opinions and informed consent isn't a priority only the power only the power which we which and we like, yield you know you don't need it we don't need to interview your husband and bring him in here you know no it's just so just, just done um so true story with permission from bishop jensen and elder jackson we're presiding over this meeting um so i wanted to fix uh, a misnomer so sister mary magdalene is not my cousin she's my sister like actual sister and we just didn't feel like we could correct him so um and if you're listening to this and you're a native and you're like wow sister cousins that stereotype lives on we are not we are not i have met sister cousins who have wonderful uncle dads who they're well, not I sure don't, don't we don't have that correct this i like the anonymous <laughs> anonymity and like, i like being unknown you know road but, we are whoever you think we are cousins i'm an sisters, enigma sister-in-laws <laughs> It's whatever you, know what? you want it to be. God is but, queen, anything. But I have I have met sister cousins who like they're not sure if they're cousins or if they're siblings because their their uncle their is aunt. could be their dad. And you know what? It's a, it's not it's not as bad as it sounds. So anyways, we are exactly who wants to be. Um the topic for today, we thought we'd dive in and discuss in all of its horror is the First Strength of Youth pamphlet. Um, so I'm not pulling up a recent one because I don't need that church trauma of going up to the LDS.org website. But I do remember the First Strength of Youth pamphlet vividly that was used in like 2010 and early 2000s. So I have some opinions on it that I can speak to, um, or I could give you the mic, Sister Mary Magdalene, and you could bear your testimony on the First Strength of Youth pamphlet. <laughs> Honestly, I'm more here for backup of that because I barely remember it. <laughs> I think I was literally sleeping. But when it comes to the modesty, if it comes to modesty culture and like blood shaming and like sex shaming I remember those details because it was like <laughs> it permanently etched into my mind forever and like just reiterated so I can speak on to that as far as the other things go oh and I remember something about like heavy petting <laughs> leering I'm not sure if that's in there. But, like, didn't it ruin the word like, <laughs> petting yeah what's going on it ruined that word for me and like Like, no one can say no one can say dry humping like that's not official that sounds (laughs) that sounds that sounds sketchy that sounds like some teams wrote this and this we're professionals at this church 
They couldn't yeah. say groping either. They couldn't say groping. They had to say petting. Like it ruined that word. Like I literally see petting zoo and I'm like perverts. Like it ruined mm-hmm. an innocent word. <laughs> it ruined it. The other other words in the church have been ruined, and that's one of them. Is petting is change. I'm changed. Um, so I'll I'll go into my little theory about how much I hate the first strength of youth pamphlet, and just like back up and support me, <laughs> and then we'll get into the the slut shaming and the modesty culture that's fall that follows when you uh, tell women and girls that their bodies are inherently sexual and that being inherently sexual is bad. So, ooh, a couple things that stand out to me are I remember it said like for ladies, for girls or whatever they call young women, even though they're children, make them um, don't wear anything that draws attention to any one part of the body. And I think about that now. And like, if you're a woman who, wait, oh, I couldn't hear you. It was muted, I think. I can't hear you. It's not, the Holy Spirit has confounded your tongue. I can't hear you. Are you muted? Did you mute it? Faintly, ghostly. Oh no, I think. Okay, no, you're back. You're back. You're back. You're back. Whatever you did works. But you, what do you have to say about that? No, no attention to any one part of the body. Oh my gosh, I don't even remember. But yes, (laughs) I think I was. (laughs) I had a story about the petsy real quick. Just side note, (laughs) you were there. You were a witness, as well as our other sister-in-law, when my like two-year-old, three-year-old got the petting zoo brush and like pet her head with it. we were traumatized she brushed her own hair like yeah, you brushed the animals like animals to, like, <laughs> her. It, was awful. it was so cute she didn't though. understand why we were upset like we were obviously we didn't punish her but we were like no, no don't do that. <laughs> that's true that's what i have to replace the word petting with is that adorable story because otherwise i'm scarred from the church <laughs> yeah you're fading in and out how can we keep the sound consistent? Oh no! There, you're back again. I just need to stand closer. Yeah, stay, stay closer. Bring it in closer. Let me be like all the patriarchal leaders we ever had, and get way too fucking close. Yeah, get way up in our when state. I talk, and then I just don't want to like you. overkill people with ASMR voice. Like, I don't need. I hate when I can hear people like mouth. You know, I'm not a mouth breather, but you can still hear people breathing. It's weird. no shame to those that are. We don't want them to. Feel yeah, excluded, no, but yeah, we don't sorry. like the sound y'all make. <laughs> your mouth. We saying, don't like. It's not it. your fault. Not a problem for the people that love you. It's just <laughs> we don't want it at this time. I'm not trying to be breathy. I'm trying to be clear. It's I'm fine. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah, I, I got you. Um, <laughs> but with the like, no drawing attention to one part of the body with the modesty culture, or just that whole section of her strength of youth. If you're a woman who like naturally carries your weight in your boobs or your butt like you literally have to wear giant clothes to hide that why should you try to hide those <laughs> that's literally how they act and then there's like did you ever were you ever blessed with this quote by some dead old prophet that was like even a barn door looks better with a fresh coat of paint like wear lipstick ladies like that was his message I heard that and that's 
1950? Basically, on? I mean, what in the was... 1950s? <laughs> it was definitely before um, the women's rights movement, or it wasn't. I don't know. They're still stuck back there, but <laughs> I the heard... church is a little late. <laughs> no, the church is like slow to progress. So it could have been 1990. We don't know. Oh, word. I mean, where's the evidence here? So I had that quote given when I was in BYU at Singles Word. So like the disturbing thing, because you got out of there pretty fast. The disturbing thing at BYU-Idaho is that they carry the teachings of the First Strength of Youth pamphlet to adults. Like you're a youth, even though you're like 19 or oh, yeah, 18 you definitely old. have curfew and you can't break rules and you can't have sex and it's like teen extension exactly a controlling teen experience i don't know how i made it there that long because i was definitely depressed out of my mind but that's gonna be a whole episode it's a whole, <laughs> whole section he made it too the whole time i don't know man he made it five years literally five years of his life <laughs> but he got you at the end and you're wonderful so the last year. <laughs> it was like the, the consolation months, the literally last <laughs> but with like the drawing attention to one part of the body if you are built curvy like it's just just wear a bag like that's basically yeah. what they tell you just cover them up dude then- i've had Oh, sorry, you go first. <laughs> no, no, I was just going to say, but then if you dress down too much, you get the whole talk about fresh coat of paint, put take on some makeup. Why, why don't you value yourself? Why don't you take pride <laughs> in your appearance? Why, you know, why don't you see the beautiful flower that you are? Like the contradiction. Can't win. It's a lose lose battle. If you like do yourself up and you do take pride in how you look and you have confidence, they're like, we need to humble her. What's going on? <laughs> and then if you're like, I'm trying to hide, I'm trying to disappear, don't notice me, I'm in the background, they're like, you need to value yourself, sister. You need to get out of there. You need, you need to put some lipstick on. God, it's so true. Things, that makeup thing, you know, do them things those ladies do. That's what you need. It's like, what? Like, you're first telling me this, you're telling me, um okay uh basically whatever i do is wrong so which wrong am i that's that's what happens word and then another thing it's kind of like a two-parter that just like kills me inside was another thing is it said like avoid extreme styles and that's <laughs> so vague <laughs> no like, one no per- like <laughs> Like one person's extreme. Don't it's fair, people. Get out of here. No LARPing on church ground. Oh my god. Do you remember that? Of course you remember because he's like the course of the like what set my course for trauma. That one awful misogynistic bishop. I don't know if you were there, but he specifically over the over this topic, over extreme and femininity, which he felt like he had the authority to talk on. He always had to speak on. He always did. He always had to tell us. He specifically said long nails and fake eyelashes. And lots of makeup. That <laughs> men don't like that. And that's you. You're more... That's literally how he talked. First off, us at 16 could not afford <laughs> no! eyelashes. I wish I could afford it now. Same. Literally like, oh, I feel guilty. I'm splurging. Why am I doing this? 
but yeah so we was talking to a bunch of like 15 year olds we're like we can barely put gas in the car let us use like this is not applicable but okay and what is too much makeup like that is so big some women wear a bunch like they pound it on and they make it look like they're not wearing at all and then yeah if you pick some like rainbow colors you might not put that much on and it's gonna look like whoa, so extreme rainbow eyes over here. She's trying to get attention. It's like, I don't know. She, why, why is it a problem? I'm just very confused. Why is in general what other people look like and what they're wearing and how they style? Like, how is it someone else's problem? That just, it never made sense. I was always like, why do you, why is it, what's going on? You don't even know them. <laughs> but it's because they don't want to be bothered to even have to look upon a woman that they don't want to have killing his boner interest stop okay he wants to only see attractive plain faced simple sweet little woman he cannot be he can't be getting distracted by your eyelashes and your nails he's scared you're gonna scratch him he's going down this route in his brain hurting his own feelings like it literally if you were to confront them they're like what's the rules because it's a rule because it says in this pamphlet it's like no you added on to that that's not you this is a personal story you're projecting like you should have talked to a therapist about this but instead you're like over the pulpit just like you're a free audience you're forced to stay here you'll have to listen to me you're not you can raise your hand at the end and i'll talk to you after like, you know what i want to say it was totally a power trip and like how many bishops i hate to say this like in texas i literally met my first like round of introverted bishops but so many bishops growing up they literally had the complex of like i have to talk all the time i always have important things to say i must be heard and these guys would drag these meetings out and they would talk and they would take over the mic and they would just like i literally thought that's what like how they had to be and then like, when i lived in texas and then there would literally be bishops who were like no nah, i'm good i don't have anything to say and they would like pass it on i was like whoa they can do that they don't have to like stand and talk for hours. Like, and I remember telling their wives, like, I appreciate your husband that he's so like quiet. They're like, oh yeah, he literally, he hates talking, he hates meetings. And I'm like, bless him. Like he's, he's like sort of restoring my testimony just a little bit because he's not all about this power trip. Like our experience growing up was only bishops who had power trips, only male fragile egos that like needed attention and praise, power hungry, insecure how to talk your face off yes a lot of them were teachers and bless them i love teachers my husband was a teacher for a time not hating on them but a lot of male teachers think that they need to talk a lot because they're used to standing in front of a class and talking and you know what they carry that on to every scenario and it's like no and he used to remember he used to be like a few of them would be like I feel compelled to tell you, like, we've heard it all. And it's like, do you, did you? Do you? And then they would bring on the tears as, like, an added oh effect. <laughs> like, where you're like, oh, I'm having a little glisten, glisten in my eye, a small single tear rolling down, and that's the spirit's test. And you're like, okay, you do this every time. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when? More than any woman I know. So, like, what's going on here? <laughs> They cried more than any person that I knew. <laughs> like, it was more than a child. for help every Sunday. And, like, <laughs> <laughs> the same, this is the same bishop in the same type of, like, 
for strength of youth, women modesty thing. I don't know. Were you there for this part when he talked about the three things that boys actually look for? Yeah, what men really want in a woman physically? Yes. Wait, get closer. I can't hear you. Say it again. Oh, no, it went out. It went out again. No. These technical difficulties. I'm no. Wait, test it. Test. No, still silent. What is going on? Do you have to unplug the headphones, maybe? Hello? Ooh, it's blocky now. It's like jumpy. Oh, wait, no, it's not. Okay, say what you're going to say. So, yeah, so he told us, he told us what, what men, what boys really actually look for. Because we asked. Three, no one asked. The top no one asked. Three, no one asked. He was just unsolicited. <laughs> no um, the top three physical things men want in a woman or like find attractive in a woman. And like, we're like, what, year 12? I'm 14. I mean, like, what are we, we? Do we even care? Like, do we need to know this? Hey, you tell the story. You say your guess and I'll say what my guess was. And then you, can, you can be him. Like, you, can, you be him and you and I'll be me and then we're wrong. Okay, okay. Guess, guess what the first thing is, ladies, girls, whatever you called us. I don't know. He was everything to not call us the B word because he hated women. <laughs> so he's like, you take you a guess. <laughs> you, you little rascals, you little Jezebels. What do you, what do you think is the first thing men look for? <laughs> Keep the guesses coming. And I was like, face? And he goes, healthy hair. Healthy hair. Men look for healthy hair. Because it means thick, flowing, silky hair. We're like, wow, this is commercials. <laughs> and then he says, because that shows signs of healthy fertility, which weird way to assume that all of us are interested You're in having just kids. Vitamins, or can. <laughs> or also, like, can. so this girl has genetic coding for this hair. <laughs> and then he goes, what's the second thing? You little jazz balls. Didn't you get something at that point? Someone else was like, I did. Hair. Someone else was like, skin. What did you say? Or boobs? Like, no. No, I think boobs? no one did. We were too afraid. I think they said something like, he said hair. So then we're like, pretty eyes or like clear skin or something. Something like, you know, basic. And then he says, no, healthy teeth. Because that, <laughs> so again, that, you got calcium. Those childbearing hips this, need calcium. Indicate that you can bear a child. You got to carry the and weight. So, <laughs> so then by the third one, we don't even make a guess. At this by point, I'm like, okay, if it's not button boobs, I'm already out of the game. My <laughs> or I was like, there, and I was like, phase. Oh, that's what <laughs> you're supposed to say. Because guys always lie. They're like, I'm not a boob guy. I'm not a butt guy. I'm a face guy. And I'm like, the receipts show that they're not looking at her face. Hashtag yeah, love <laughs> Or they're like, anyways, we can go down the other tangent, but continue your story. <laughs> My horror story. So then we're all just like, we're never going to get this. He says hip to waist ratio. Like the Victorian times. That it's a three point. It's the, it's the pie. It's the 3.14 whatever. That's the ratio Hair, hip to waist and hips to waist ratio. 
those are the most important things. So I want you guys to like email and be like, is this true? Is this confirmed? Is this, <laughs> this expert? <laughs> this expert. But it was just the audacity to tell a bunch of teenage girls and like children like i was like 12 i'm in a teenager like preteen tween to tell us that did we even have a period yet that we basically (laughs) everything about our aesthetic is to please men which like it is (laughs) like and it wasn't and it's not said you can't fully help like i mean you can take supplements like as you take vitamins but like <laughs> genetically your teeth are pretty much your teeth your hair is pretty much your hair and your waist to hip ratio like some people's body types like they just carry weight your weight displacement is different. you can't unless you're wearing corsets like you really can't change corsets. yeah you can permanently damage yourself but please don't like just just leave yourself how you are but according to him these were just what men were looking for well, no, it broke up again. Get closer. Get closer. No, it's still quiet. It's breaking up. <gasps> I made a buzz buzz. Is it, are you close now? Can you hear me now? Yeah, say, say what you're going to say. I'm being in the commercial. No, I only, I honestly only remember the hips part for some reason. It was like, <laughs> childhood. that's all I remember. I don't remember the hair and the teeth. It was like hips waist hips <laughs> that's all that came in my mind i remember being like looking at ladies pelvic bones for like a week. <laughs> what is this mean? and being like could the baby fit through that i don't know it's kind of scary most like teenage girls don't have their full figures yet anyway so like what was the point of this com- like clearly no point other than him to be think about this ladies think about it but not your bosom not that bosom stop yourself stop (laughs) put those away hypothetical one (laughs) oh my gosh that's so funny i okay literally i want to reach out to the other like three girls or any young women when we were and be like do you guys remember this like what did you do this scar you for life because it totally they'll be like i don't even remember that i was never listening i don't broke up again remembering this quote (laughs) <laughs> I've got a great auditory memory. Um, that that's why I rem- I really do have a good auditory memory. So, <clears throat> with like the first strength of youth pamphlet specifically telling women, girls how to dress, I remember this part, and it's gonna be like a sad little trauma story. But obviously, I've overcome this. So, journey with us into the early two thousands. <laughs> it was a, it was a rough time to be a woman. Um, super straight silky like type 1a hair was all the rage and in the first strength of youth pamphlet it specifically says for women i think boys too i don't remember but to be like well groomed in your appearance which also vague about avril levine's hair (laughs) think about about hillary duff hillary duff Love some yes, girls. I flat ironed my hair for literally years. <laughs> girls did all over the country. And it was, you could do a side part, you could do a center part, but it had to be flat ironed. You need to have straight silky hair, type 1A hair. And just like the way that my hair grows out of my head, it is, I guess, what you would call like an ethnic identifier. So I've had people I didn't really know very well tell me come up to a true story one of them was on an airplane because you're trapped on an airplane people sit next to you 
literally told me like, I know you're mixed with something, but I don't know what because of your hair. And I've had not white people, but other groups of people be like, what's your, what's your, because of my hair. And I'm like, well, surprise. There's like this myth that native mixed people have like silky straight hair when a ton of us have like coarse hair, thick hair, bushy hair, curly hair. So my hair just got like the mix of that. So I have type three hair. Google this, by the way, if you're like, what does she mean by types of hair? Look it up. I will not do this work for you. Also, there's a visual. <laughs> this is a podcast. You can look up the visual. Use your imagination. Use your, <laughs> Use your imagination. Use your imagination. Use your imagination. We do keep it long past our shoulders. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so to young people from this generation and at this time not older people or people of color because there's always nice to me but like mean girls my age who were white or latina would like tell me that my hair was messy and that it looked messy just for coming out of my head (laughs) like why don't you ever do your hair they used to always be like why don't you do your hair I'm (laughs) like like, unlike me i had a fear of not doing my hair like i had to flat iron my hair every day like, I was so afraid of people seeing my natural hair and knowing what my real hair was. I literally would never let a single soul know that my hair was not straight. Like, I don't, only, only the real OGs knew. <laughs> if I'm swimming with you, it's real. Like, our bond is real. I would never get my hair wet in a pool. Oh, no, we only have... We can just add on if it doesn't. We have 10 minutes. <laughs> anyone who's going to complain like, oh, we have to listen to two women talk. Oh, boy. We have to listen to how many men podcasts do this and we suffer through and listen to you guys. Y'all can just take a back seat, put your feet up, relax. Just like oh even to the side of yourself you were never allowed to as a child. And just let women talk at you. <laughs> every time so many podcasts I listen to I'm like they never asked a girl like there's no girl on this panel there's not a single and then like if she is she's in the background and she just is a little support voice so like no today we're taking over today <laughs> we're going hard That's... You know what? If, if you don't if you feel offended like then the shoe fits and we might be talking about you so otherwise you really care about women's hair hips and teeth yeah and you have to hear this this is so boring for you you just can't handle it you gotta like (laughs) you gotta listen to your mission stories okay jail they have to go to jail they have to go to jail jail immediately jail um but (laughs) wrapping up my little traumatizing thought and but so basically the first strength of youth pamphlet if you think about it if you're someone who doesn't fit the set, the set beauty standard at that time, so it always changes, you're going to feel like you're not modest and that you're sinful and not living up to church standards literally just for being your natural Or that you're not attractive. Self. Yeah. For just like, the way your hair comes out of your head if it's not well-groomed. Like your clothing style is not like the respectful, modest, mm-hmm. simple, mm-hmm. Mormon if you like to get like to get big eyelashes and long nails, be a wallflower who's unassuming and accommodating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Even if that's not really who you are, this is what men want. And if you want a husband, you got to do the time. 
And literally, like, it does condition girls. There's evidence behind it that if you do experience sexual harassment or sexual misconduct, you think about how modest you were dressed at the time. And you think that that's the problem. And if you carry your weight in your boobs or in your butt or in your hips, the only way to make those things smaller is to literally starve yourself or wear giant clothes. Or shrink. Yeah. Try to shrink yourself. Try to avoid it. Try. You feel shame. You feel embarrassed instead of embracing it, instead of being proud of it. Mormon culture is not about embracing and being proud of bodies. It's about clothe your nakedness. Get out of here. (laughs) Yeah. Did you know that like 12 year old girls can control men's thoughts with how we look and how we dress? Like that was literally drilled in. I was, I lived in constant fear that like people's dads and like random guys are just going to rate me because of what I look like. They're just going to just lose their minds. It'll be my fault because like that's you're making their brain go this way. Girl, yes, that's exactly how it was at all times. Because we were told that, like, I know we're we're running low on time, but like that girls' camp, they would tell us like you need to wear shorts down to your knees because of the priesthood holders, and there were like four dudes that were dads. dads. (laughs) Like, oh, I was told at girls' camp because we were swimming in the creek on a hike, fully clothed, like t-shirt, shorts down to your knees, whatever. That we had to get out, me and a couple girls had to get out of the water because we were being pornography to the men. Oh my God. And I'm like, first off, it's like three dads here. And <laughs> also we're like 14 and we're fully clothed. And I remember being like scared. Like it felt like fear, like you're pornography for these men. Get out of this creek, you whore. Like, and I remember being like, oh, we got to get out of this creek. Like, I'm so scared. And I'm like, this was so insane. You just wanted to like police us. You just wanted to like scold us for something. You just didn't want us swimming. Like you felt pervy. Like how is it all of our problems? I'm so confused. Like it was so innocent that like, that's the thing is like the church in some ways keeps you innocent and in other ways like robs you of your innocence. Oh, that's the tea. That's that's such a that's deep freaking quote. <laughs> <That's just different. laughs> Literally, you know, sober listeners. <laughs> We're just this deep all the time. I Only don't it mean. had to come out at the very end. But no, like you feel a loss of innocence in the sense that you're like constant fear that you're pornography, as if like pornography is the devil ruins your life, and then you're also like so uneducated about like social awareness and like social cues and like the reality of people who exist outside of the Mormon culture, you're sheltered and you're unaware of that. But then on this other end, it's like constantly worry about men's feelings, constantly tiptoe and walk around eggshells about these men in authority, hide your true self. Like all at the same time, it's very conflicting as a kid and you're, you're wanting to please. And you're also scared and you're like, ah, like anyways, that, that was my feelings during that story. It was like pornography to men. Cause we're swimming in a, creek on a hike at girls camp um, this is extreme language <laughs> it's where basically i heard this quote on tiktok this woman was like we're asked to cater to um, the lowest common denominator because even in the mormon church or anywhere else the majority of men are not getting bricked up over 12 year olds from the creek they're not <laughs> like, losing their minds like how sexually suppressed are you like how how deep in your feels are you that like this is 
you can't handle this. Like, we, you, like <laughs> let's giggle and smack each other in the water. Like, just <laughs> your minds. You can't handle this happiness. You have to be like, no, poor. Like, what poor are you being exposed to? What is going? I am not this. You are into some deep. If this is what you. <laughs> this sounds once again like a personal problem, and you need therapy. If I, that's, I'm it's not shaming therapy. That. I mean this as like a please go. Like, <laughs> Same, please, yeah. literally. I'm please. pro therapy. This isn't a roast. This isn't a shame. I'm literally like encouraging you. If you needed a sign, here's your sign today. <laughs> the church messes with people psychologically in different ways. And this is just like a little spoonful of how it mentally messes up women and girls specifically. And these poor men, like, I'm sure all the other dads there were like, whoa, 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 hey, man, we're not saying that. I mean, you don't speak for all of us, bro. Like, you, sounds like you need to go talk to your business. Like, calm yourself. We didn't even notice the girls swimming. Like, like, but yeah, it, it, uh, you're right. The lowest denominator, like, because there are a few creepo, pedos, pervos, maybe more than a few, let's be honest. There's a lot. They drag all the few rare ones with them. And so we just assume in a general sense, like, oh, they're all secret pervs. Like, they're all creepy. They're all, like, down to hurt women because they make it sound like that's the vast majority, whether it is or it isn't. We don't even know. They don't even know. They're, like, looking. There's a Spider-Man meme pointing at each other. Like, are you the perv? <laughs> are you the, are you? No, no. And the girls are, like, it's a, it's a lottery. We don't know. Every date we go on with any of y'all, it could take a left turn or you could be the one. We don't know. We can't. There's no, there's no, like, science and reading to determine this you have to find out the hard way <laughs> it's so and then no one will believe you by the way if you yeah, find out the hard it to way. yourself and just wait till there's like 10 girls to it then we might hear you out there's like enough corroborative evidence but yeah it's like oh, wow. 10 girl experiences to like one man's opinion <laughs> literally <laughs> that's that's the ratio it's like it's, it's his word against Ten girls, then maybe. But if it's like less than that, they're like, no, his word. It's five. If it's eight, three. No, he's. They're all lying. They're all. They just want to ruin his life. We get nothing out of this, guys. We get nothing out of. Literally, we have nothing to gain. But okay, our lives get worse. And also, like these guys still find a lady. There's always some woman out there that's like, I don't. I don't listen to women. I don't, I don't care about women. Like, and I'm like, no, you're hurting us. How dare you? But, but yeah, these guys, like, they're not lonely either. And that's the tragedy. Word. I think we have running out of time, but I would like to, we'll continue. There's more women taking over this, um, but I conclude and I say these things in the name of gotta go, gotta go, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Je- Jezebel. In the name Kolob. of Jezebel. Yeah. Okay. In the name of Kolob. Amen. Remember it at first. I was saying gibberish. In the name, you'll be saying something with a collab. Something with a K. I knew it had a K. <laughs> I'm just gonna go till it cuts us off. Yeah. Wait, is it cutting us off? Well, you're in for a treat. Or is it just saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna hit. Only the real OGs are listening to this last second. <laughs> there, there's more to come. All right.